The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. This is Boomers and Beyond. What would you say if I called you a brutish fossil, symbolic of a decayed era? Gratefully forgotten. I don't know. Thanks. An informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. I'll have what she's having. Here are your boomer hosts, Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne with Mobility City on the Big 550 KTRS. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Back on a Sunday, Sunday, February 18th. This is Boomers and Beyond. We are so happy to have you. I'm Wendy Weiss of the Big 550 KTRS. Derek Dufresne is the king of all he surveys at Mobility City in De Pere. Derek, how are you? Happy Sunday. Well, Miss Sheriff Partner, I am absolutely delighted to be back with you on show 18. You February. sound like you you sound like you already have something you need to get into. Well, actually, here's the thing. Uh my sister Deborah, who I call Deb, I like to joke that she is older than me. I'm sure she appreciates that. Well, she does, especially since she's younger. Oh, oh, one of those jokes. It's, it's, it's one of those jokes. Um, this is the same sister that, as I recall, going to Dr. Pahokey's office. Dr. Pahokey. Who was our dentist, who did mm. not believe in Novocaine, Miss Wendy. Ooh, I think I would have found a different not, well, dentist when who had a when different father belief takes system. You, I mean, I never knew about Novocaine until I was an adult. I had no idea that this existed as a way to do this. But as I recall, when Debbie and I would go, I used to be able to almost get her to throw up by making the sound of a drill. Something that See, only that makes me hurt all over. Some, something that only a loving brother would do. Of anyway, course. it was her birthday on February sixteenth. Oh, and I would like to wish my lovely, lovely sister, who I still think is older than me, happy birthday. So happy that, birthday, Deb. I, so I just had to. I just had to get that. And out of anything the you have to do to exact vengeance, I am. <laughs> I'm right there for you. This is what I'm afraid of. So that was my first thing. The second thing is. That uh, I think I am covering it very well, but I have a bit of a frog that keeps jumping around in my throat. Oh, well, then you've come to the right place. I've come to the right place. I've come to the right place, and I feel very much at home with you. Now, did you ever remember the Andy Devine show? No. You were too young. I re- why do I remember the name? Well, Didn't he I have a kind I, of a funny He, he had a funny, funny show. Or funny Howdy voice. Doody. Okay. And uh, the boomers of my generation, boomer, and the uh, silent generation and the greatest generation would remember it more. But one of the things, and I have no idea what the reference was to, it was called Plunk Your Magic Twanger Froggy. Plunk, Plunk Your, your magic, magic Twanger froggy. froggy. And the frog made a sound kind of like my voice. So I just thought I'd share that with our listeners in terms of nostalgia. I hate to tell you this. Yeah. I, I I am detecting no frog in your voice. You're not? No. Oh, honestly. my gosh. I'm not. Then I take back everything I just said, and you can ignore this. I, I think you sound great. Great. Thank you. Well, you're biased and, and somewhat delusional, but that's okay. 
<laughs> but you like that about me. I, like, I do. I've always loved that about you. Okay. So I have a few tidbits to start into the first segment today. And I'm very excited about this show, as I usually am, because uh, segment two and segment three is with a very old colleague slash friend, Katie uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez Bannister Bannister Rodriguez. I'm terrible at the order, but I know that there's it's three. It's Bannister Rodriguez. Katie Bannister Rodriguez. Thank you very much for sharing that. And anyway, she has an incredible story. And she is going to cover in segment two uh, senior sightings because she was born in the last year of boomers. Oh. And I'm going to get to a quiz in just a second about what that was. And secondly, in the third segment, she's going to fit under the category of something we've done a few times called uh, St. Louis Shines because of her incredible life story and what she has done that has, in my mind, nothing to do with disability and everything to do with disability. So anyway, that th- those are two segments coming up that I think, I hope people will stick with us for. I don't think that's, that is never an issue. Really? They, oh, they always stay. Well, good. I'm glad about this. Now, as you know, I do love tidbits, and I came across a tidbit from Fox 35 in Orlando. Have you heard about the retiring McDonald's cashier? I have not. Well, McDonald's was one of my first experiences of going out with my parents. My dad used to take us to McDonald's on Sunday afternoon, and we'd buy their 17-cent hamburgers. That was a big, big deal. Big, big deal. That, that and A&W, mm. going to A&W, were, were two of the highlights. Well, I came across this story about Dot Sharp. Remember that name, Dot Sharp. Dot Sharp. She was a cashier that literally started working at McDonald's before there were Happy Meals and Chicken McNuggets. So she has been there for a while. Yes, as a matter of fact, she works in Gibsonia, Pennsylvania, roughly 16 miles north of Pittsburgh. And she is an incredible, incredible person. And she celebrated her birthday on December 2nd. And she finally hung up her drive through headset after not 15, not 25, not 35, but 45 years of service at McDonald's. 45 years. What do you think about that? Good grief. It it you know, somebody who is that happy, and I think that I just think that's wonderful. If you're happy doing what you're doing and meeting the public, yeah. and then I'm glad she stayed with I, it for forty five years. She probably made a lot of a lot I, of people happy. Well, I, she did. And do you know a, a product? This is a test question for you, Sheriff Partner. Okay. Do you know what happened in nineteen eighty six that was a ill fated launch? That McDonald's had that she was part of. 1986. It, it was actually continued for four years before McDonald's said, you know what? We're not in this business. Was it the lean quarter pounder? No, no, okay. no. I would not have remembered this. It was the McPizza. I don't remember Me that at all. Me neither. Wow. She started working with the Big Mac, cost 90 cents, and she has led an incredible life. And the McDonald's owner operator, of this franchise, Megan Sweeney said she's been an amazing contributor to the McDonald's of Gibson Sonia. And she officially served her last order on January 12th to another employee, her granddaughter. 
Isn't that, a, isn't that a sweet way to that end? That is so sweet. And, you know, this, this is just people that make a contribution, like you said, that every day. Every day they make somebody day, else happy. That's right. Right. Speaking of happy, I told you that we wanted to make this year the year of 1974, 50 years ago. Not mm-hmm. 60, mm-hmm. not 40, but no, 50. 50. Because this is the 50th anniversary of my marriage to Carol. St. Carol. St. Carol. As Steve. I, I wasn't going to say it. I know. I say well, it every I said, time. You say it every time. Okay. And so I looked up the top five songs of this week, my sister's birthday week of 1974. And when we get to four out of five, there, there's just an incredible story. Now, we've talked about the Beatles. Believe it or not, the top song of that week was by a Beatle, but it was not by... John, Paul, or George, that would leave Ringo. And this is the song that I think probably would have a whole lot of meanings today, and I'll just leave it at that. Hit it, Connor. Go Ringo. Actually, he had a hit in 1973 as well called Commander, which I had never heard of. It was big in the U.K., never really made it big over here. And again, this was after they had been around for a while. Wow. Okay. Um, I'd never heard of Commander either, but I certainly remember the 16, 16 and Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Number two. You ready? I'm ready. Somebody else I could listen to singing the phone book. That's one of my all-time favorite yes. songs. Isn't it just? I don't, I don't know what it is about it. You don't hear it much. I right? I it's the melody. Yes, it, it's okay. just the melody and the lyrics and her voice and how how could you possibly fail with that okay. combination? Well, right. Well, I don't know how this didn't fail. This next song. Uh, this is alliteration in the title, Miss Share Partner. Uh, Jim Stafford's big, big winner at number three of this week in 1974. Who can forget and who cannot hum a tune whenever you hear Spiders and Snakes? singing along with this. Uh, like I said, it's like a file cabinet. It's got like, cobwebs in it, but something happens. The cobwebs, it's like you remember these goofy things from your childhood, but I mean, you I, don't I, know I, where you parked. I, I, well, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, really, seriously. It was, he was a terrific, like a novelty. He was. Remember? Yes, he, he, oh, he, absolutely. He was, he was at the forefront of that yeah. whole novelty record yeah. thing. He, he was, he was, um... Spiders and snakes. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, 
This next one, I'm going to let Connor take the lead on because our listeners may be waiting to hear a gorgeous melody. And instead, it is something different, isn't it, Connor? Uh, Yeah, it is a spoken word uh, rendition, I suppose, of a column written by Canadian columnist Gordon Sinclair, read out loud by, at the time, a Detroit, Michigan newscaster, Byron McGregor, uh, set over some patriotic music. And that is the entire song. It reached number one eventually, and I guess it was number four this week. So uh, here we go. The United States dollar took another pounding on German, French, and British exchanges this morning, hitting the lowest point ever known in West Germany. It has declined there by 41% since 1971, and this Canadian thinks it's time to speak up for the Americans as the most generous and possibly the least appreciated people in all the earth. As long as 60 years ago, when I first started to read newspapers... I just makes you want to cry. That's very, very sweet. Isn't it? But here's the really interesting part. I was listening to KSLQ, KWK, um, what else was I listening to? KXOK in 1974. I never heard that song. I never heard that song. It reached number. How, how does that? Happen? I don't know. Had and you, had you ever no, heard? No, never. Yeah, that's just. That's, no, it's not really a song. It's not yeah, a right. song, but still, you know, like MacArthur's Park. Some of these, the some of the yeah. songs that are more spoken yeah, than yeah, sung. Yeah. You know, I remember those, but this one, yeah. it's. I know what you're saying, Connor. Maybe it would have been big on News Talk. <laughs> well, at the time, the he was the news director at a station called CKLW, mm. which was an AM news station. So maybe. That All right. played My into goodness. it, that he had them play it. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't wow. know. I don't know. This takes us out to number five. I always loved her, and I loved this song because it, it was just joyous every time she sung. What a life she lived. And why don't you lead us out with this one, Miss Wendy? My husband. This is this is the love of my husband's life. Yes. I always let him have her. Did you really? Yes, I did. Okay. How can you deny anybody this very, very sweet voice of, hit it, Connor. Such a voice. I'm right there with your hubby. Yeah, right she there. was. She was just an angel, yeah. and uh, had legions of fans. And after a valiant battle oh, with valiant. cancer, she uh, she passed time. away. Yeah, yes. last year. She's no longer with us. Olivia Newton-John. There we go. Take us out, Sheriff Partner. We will be back with more. This is Boomers and Beyond, brought to you by Mobility City, twelve thousand nine Manchester Road. He's ancient. He's ugly. I don't know which is worse. Let's get back to Boomers and Beyond on KTRS with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne. And welcome back. We are back. This is Boomers and Beyond for your Sunday, February 18th. Derek Dufresne, I'm Wendy Weiss. Connor McCarthy is here. You are going to introduce us to Katie Bannister Rodriguez. I am. 
And I am so excited about this, Wendy, because this is a connection with a person who I first met. We came to town in 1989-1990, and she reminded me when I talked to her in preparation for this that uh, we met shortly after I came to town, which is exactly right, at a conference. And she she has just an incredible story that is partly in the first part about the experience of a car accident at an early age and then also about aging. She is the last year of Baby Boomers, which was 1964. That is the year. So she is at the end of the Baby Boomer generation. And the first part of our story is about that experience under loosely under senior sightings. Can't wait. And then you will see the second part, which is extraordinary in terms of what she says about her life, what she's con- contributed, how she continues both to struggle, be joyful. And uh, it, it's, it's so important we had to break it into two segments. And I'm very, very delighted that Katie agreed to Grace Boomers and Beyond. We have not chatted, I was trying to think, for, for I don't even know how many years. And many. I have followed you from afar about all the things you've been involved with. But let, let's back up just a minute for our listeners and let us talk about, first of all, how we first met, what was the circumstances under which we met, and how your life was unfolding at the time that we first met. How's that as a place to start? You know, yes, and I was thinking about that. I did celebrate 34 years as a woman on wheels just this week. And um, okay. you, I met you early in my disability. I yeah. know that we met through multiple disability settings. I know I was on a vari- in a variety of organizations exactly. I volunteered my time for. And our paths have crossed many, many different times early, early, early on. And we've just kind of grown in, in different ways. But, yeah, yep. the, the disability kind of brought us together. Yes. And do I remember that you had an automobile accident? Is that correct? Yes. I was a passenger in an SUV that rolled over. It was 1990. And um, both the other girls walked away from it. I am not bitter. Um, So much good. In fact, the gal uh, that was the driver emailed me on our anniversary date this uh, February 11th that she was sorry that it happened. And I'm like, you know, I'm not. Um, Because... As tragic as it is, it took a wheelchair to find the man I love, and Mm. I'm married, that I'm celebrating 23 years of marriage with this year, and um, we met at the state capitol doing advocacy work three years post-injury, and, you know, that's really good. So, I mean, you can take your circumstances, and you can look at it and go, yeah, it's tragedy and horrible, but then my motto has always been to try and find the beauty in the bad because it is there. Sometimes it's real hard. Yeah. It's re- yeah. and aging is aging is really questioning me some days. But yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah. Katie, let me let me ask you a question. And I I really this this just popped into my mind. Sure. In, in a million years, in a thousand years, in you know ten years, did you ever think at the age that this happened that something like this would happen to you? No, I was one of those, not me, I was 25, moving through life really fast, and um, I think I needed to be slowed down, I really did, I'll be honest, Um, and uh, I was just, I was unhappy in some ways, but it was crazy, because 
four days before the accident, I got the job of my dreams if, and as a recreation director for an apartment community. I majored, majored in recreation, and I loved organizing fun, and the chair has not stopped that. But, um, you know, four days later, I had my auto accident. I started seeing a counselor. I was getting my act together. Um, and then, boom, the accident happened, and um, I was in a hospital for six months, and then I lived with my folks for 15 months, and I've been living independently since 1992, and um, I hire my own caregivers, and um, I've always strived to live independently and do advocacy work. So, yeah, I mean, just bad what? happens, but some good can still go on. Yeah, and so in the next segment is really what I want to explore all the great things you've done. But I think for many of our listeners, and I'll include myself in this as a person that co-hosts the show with Wendy, that, you know, uh, there, there are certain things that happen to all of us that age. Uh, yes. my, my knees are becoming a, 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 a problem for me. When I say problem, it, it, it almost sounds insignificant. I just never had any issues. And it just makes me think about getting older. But I, I think that people would like to hear a little bit about aging. In a chair. I don't want to say pretty much. In, 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 yeah, that, that's exactly right. I'm sorry. That's where I was at. Thank you. Age, aging in a chair, at, at the 19, or 2022 has been hell. Um, it's like all of a sudden it all came down. Um, I'm, I've got incredible chronic pain that I deal with because we are not meant to sit for 34 years. Yeah. And um, yeah. my spine in three different sections is not happy. I've got some degenerative bones that are pinching on my spine, and they want to do back and neck surgery, and, you know, that's a, a one- to two-year recovery, and can't guarantee it'll take it away, and I would be immobilized for months, and I just I, I decided I'm going to deal with it with um, exercise, massage, um, meds when I need it. The Tylenol arthritis is a really good drug. It it helps, um, but I found that um, the gabapentin has helped taking away pain. And when I'm really bad off, there is tra uh, tramadone, tramadol, and I take that very rarely because I really want to take minimal amount of drugs. Um, I am very proud of myself. I do get a massage once a week, and that has helped with my chronic pain. And I know not everyone can afford a massage once a week. I found somebody mm -hmm. who comes to my home, and um, and they give me a redu reduced price because I do it every week. So that's kind of helpful. Um, but I, I and I go to a gym called the Stephen Orthwine Center, Health and Wellness Center, and I work with a physical therapist there and get stretched out. I find that stretching, I can't do it. As, as much as and easily as I used to in my young years in the chair where I could really stretch myself out, but I need help. And I've had to learn as I've aged in this chair how to ask for help in ways that I've never had to before, um, even more so as a quadriplegic paralyzed from the chest down, um, that now I really have to ask for a lot of help. And, I, and dealing with pain is just something I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life because yeah. it's it, it's just, it is. It is what it is. It's age, and it sucks, yes. and it's not fair. Um, yeah, but, I hear you. Um, hot and cold well, what, really well, help. What you know, would you like? Hot, is, alternating hot I'm sorry, go ahead. and cold really help. No, hot and cold, alternating okay, okay. hot and cold packs really help. Okay. What would you like to say to our listeners? I mean, believe it or not, we, we're coming to the uh, into the closing of the first segment. What would you like for our listeners to know 
about the experience of aging with a disability and, and what has made all the difference to you and what would you say are still some of the challenges you see going forward? Um, I think you just have to accept that life isn't fair and that it is painful and that you just have to find creative ways to deal with that and um, and asking for help. And um, and, and it's, it isn't easy. I, it, it, it's, it's, it, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I know a lot of people who are in pain, and um, we just have to find healthy ways to hang on. I don't want to go out drugged. I'll use minimal drugs that I can. Um, but... It, it, we weren't expected sometimes to live this long, and I'm looking at my 92-year-old mother-in-law who is just really having a hard time herself. It's 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 just not easy. Um, and and I look at her; she will she doesn't want to accept help sometimes, but I mm. I do I do, and I'm going to ask for it, and and I'm not going to be afraid of it. And I find that venting my feelings through creativity and my writing. I've authored five books, and I've authored and I've also authored a play that got a play nomination for best new play in 2022. Well, so I'm, I'm I'm out there creating, and I find that when we are, that's our job here to come to this planet. Um, I believe God, and whatever you believe God is, was a creator and, and sent us here to be creators. And I find that when we are creating and we're sharing, share your pain, share your angst in a creative way, um, it lets you know that you're not alone and you're not alone in your pain. You just have to reach out for it and get the help you need. Well, Katie, that is a great, great segue in concluding the first part of this because the next part is about St. Louis Shines. And like I said, I have followed you from a distance and on the other side of the break we're going to pick up on that and talk about some of the things that you've accomplished and about your creativity okay sounds great all right stay with me we'll be right back uh after we do this and when i die and when i'm gone there'll be one child born in this world carry on carry on an informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. All I'm saying is don't get old. You'll live to regret it. This is Boomers and Beyond with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne on KTRS. All right, Katie, part two. You yes. uh, really ended, as you usually do, very, very strongly. And you talked, which I thought was, I, 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 let me just share the part about asking for help. As somebody that is always, always considered myself both stubborn and independent, and my family would tell you that, asking for help is incredibly hard for me. And I thought that was very powerful. But then you also talked about the creativity. So this this segment on St. Louis Shines, I want to give you a chance to talk about uh, some of the things that you've done. I mean, I I thought you were incredible when I first met you, which was shortly after your accident. And like I said, I followed you from afar. So I just want you to, to kind of take it and run with it and talk about how you have expressed yourself both in print with the the play, the, mu- the music, sure. uh, all of it. So, so have at it, Katie. Creativity, my therapist says, saves me. She says, she tells me I'm really good at doing hard, but that, that the way I save myself is through my creativity. When I write, when I take my anger and turn it into art, and I share it, and that somebody else listens to my poem or reads my memoir and goes, wow, I, that really helped me. B- 
bingo, that's what I'm supposed to do, and that makes me happy. Um, all my books were born in my journal. I did not get up one day and say, I'm writing a book. Wow. All my books all my books were born in my journal. My children's book came from doing disability education programs at schools, and I turned it into a picture book. Uh, somebody asked me, Katie, how do you find your caregivers? Well, I wrote a book about called The Personal Care Tenant Guide, and it got picked up by mm. a national publisher because I was in the right place at the right time presenting it, and somebody knew somebody, and it got to the hands of a publisher. My poetry book came from sharing my poetry, and my book on karma came from because I believe in it, and my memoir on a roll uh, came out, and a director at a theater company read it and was like, this would make a cool play, and I met a really neat woman, and over COVID in 2020, uh, when we had that, we over Zoom, we created this play, and a cast of 10 in 2022 helped me tell my story, and it got nominated by the St. Louis Theater Circle for a Best New Play. It didn't win, but it got nominated, so I was oh, very cool. happy with that. So, yeah, writing has saved my life, and it's all in my journal, and it's all most of it comes from anger and my depression that got diagnosed about two months after my injury. Um, and I deal with it, and I cry a lot, and I write, and... Um, it just comes out of me, and um, I share my thoughts and my journey in my social media and that I know it's helping others, and that's what fuels me to keep doing it. You know, that that's so powerful, Katie. I, I, I remember when our kids were young, uh, yes. my wife Carol and I would read The Velveteen Rabbit to them, and one uh, of the, 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 the clear, clear images, which I think you've just kind of enunciated so beautifully, is the concept of loving your hair off. <laughs> right? I mean, it sounds like that's yes. what you've done with your life. You've loved your hair off. Yes. Yes. And 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 but 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 more importantly though for me is when I do that how helpful it is to others. Yes. And that that's what gets me out of bed each day. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I know that I'm not the only one and I know that sharing my journey is what God wants me to do and um whatever you believe God to be, I'm a very spiritual being. And um, I like I I find I find all of the religions interesting, but I like um, I like the the bigger picture that you know we are meant here to we are meant here to be here and create we are meant to be here and create and um, whether it's through cooking or clay or writing or a production or if you're just writing your own self and you're not even sharing it with anybody but you're writing and you're getting something out of your system and then you feel really good when it's out of your head and on a piece of paper, um, then it doesn't have to stay in your head and worry you and make you sad. Just get it out. Just get it yeah. out. You know, that, that's very interesting if you say that. Uh, we run a, a, a store near West County Mall called Mobility City that sells durable medical equipment. And oh. That that was kind of a spawning of this thing. The only reason I'm mentioning it is not for a commercial, but every day we have elders that come into the store. And one of the things that they tell us all the time that they like about coming in is they say, we li- you listen to our story, you laugh, you know our name, you care, and it allows us to be able to feel like we are important. And, and what you just said, which I'd like to have you explore a little bit more with our listeners, is talk mm-hmm. more about the importance of contribution and health and longevity and joy. Oh, my God, yes. Because 
when you share whatever you have. It doesn't have to be a lot. You don't have to be a rich person to share something. You can share your time. You can share your ears. You can share your a handshake. You can share a hug. When you offer that, offer yourself um, to other forms, other members of humanity. You're being helpful, and you're not just helping them. You're helping yourself grow. You're helping your soul grow. I think everybody has a mission, and I think that they need to find out what that mission is. And um, whether you do that through meditation or counseling, God, counseling is the best gift you give yourself. Um, it takes guts, though, to face who you are, and sometimes mm. people don't want to do that. Um, but when you share your humanity with others, it lets others know they're not alone. And we need that. I wish our elected officials would do that better. Um, yeah. I wish that the people running running things would be a little more soul conscious. But um, we have to start with ourselves, and that can start with your listeners too, that um, believe in yourself because um, if you don't, others won't either. And, um, and, and sharing who you are is the gift and the mission that you're meant to be here. And I think people underrate their importance because – somebody tells them they're ugly or somebody tells them they're less than or somebody tells them they're a bad person. Well, you know what? You don't listen to that. You just close your ears to the negativity and you find the beauty in yourself because it is there. I think people forget that, Derek. They think they do. And we, as as your show and your guests that you bring on here, we need those reminders. We definitely need those reminders. Oh gosh. Again, Katie, so, so powerful. So Again, time always goes so fast. One of the questions I always ask our guests, whatever uh, part of the interview, it sometimes comes from the beginning, the middle, the end, sure. is is what would you say to people? And you, you've highlighted it again, but I'd like to, to kind of put a laser focus on it. What is it that you believe is both our purpose and why it is you feel like it's worth getting up in the morning? I wrote a quick poem shortly after I got a rehab. I miss the me I used to be standing on my own, but now wheels go round, freedom found, independence shown. Wow. That sums it up. It's uh, that, uh, uh, that could fit in a postage stamp. <laughs> but I do. I miss, and I'm more, and, and to my therapist also. I miss the me I used to be. I mean that. I mourn my losses. Yeah. I'm, I mourn my sadness. I get mad. I, I am so mad. I miss my high heels. Kids always ask me, you know, would you change anything? And no, I wouldn't change the accident because so much good came of it. But boy, I do miss my heels. And you know, <laughs> it, I don't need to be fixed. I don't need to walk again to feel like a whole person. I just need to find peace with where I'm at. And that includes crying and mourning my losses and being angry and being, and, and, but then taking all those feelings and finding creative ways to release the tension. Oh, Katie, I'll tell you, I, I, I've often uh, said that I don't believe in luck, but I believe in serendipity. And I cannot tell you how happy I am that after all these years, all this time, all this time of following you, that we reached out and uh, touched in, in this time because I feel like we picked right up where we left off. And that is a wonderful, wonderful thing and a blessing. And I want to thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I think it's going to be so powerful for our listeners. And I thank you for taking the time today on Boomers and Beyond. Oh, 
I loved every minute of it, Derek, and it's good to pick up with you too, boy. Well, you have a gift. You really do. If if you hadn't if if your life hadn't gone the way it did, I think you would have ended up in radio because you always find the most fascinating people and people we need to learn about at the perfect time. Have you noticed that? Well, I've always been fascinated by just the things that happen right in front of us that sometimes we miss and I've just Always been blessed. I mean, really blessed. I, t- I used to tell everybody, and I still do, I don't know a lot, but I know a lot of people. And I, you can never have too many friends. And this was a perfect example of somebody that we picked up right where we left off after probably not having talked. I, I bet it, it could be 20 years, maybe longer. That is such a gift, talked. isn't it? it, it was, it's, a, it's an incredible gift to me because it, it, there are people that the world needs to know that are everyday people that I think is part of what we're doing here. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt, and we want to. We always want to tell our grandchildren, you know, and our children about these people. So thank you for the introduction to Katie Bannister Rodriguez. A lot of uh, a, a lot of positive reinforcement in there. Yep, agreed. Chest for boomers and beyond. Look at his face. His hair. Is that what it is to grow old? Well, I guess so, yeah. You're listening to Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS. And welcome back to Boomers and Beyond for Sunday, February 18th. Um, We always like to check in with our friends at Mobility City because they always have some very uh, important very positive news about the latest products and things that we need to be aware of. And today we're going to continue our little look at batteries. And Tim Humphreys joins us. He is the CEO of Mobility City St. Louis. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? How are you doing today, Wendy? Well, I don't know as much about batteries as I thought I did for starters. What are the differences between the lithium-ion batteries and the lead-acid batteries? Gotcha. Great question. So uh, traditionally, scooters and power wheelchairs use uh, lead-acid batteries. But of recent, um, they've been making scooters and uh, power wheelchairs with lithium-ion batteries. So um, it's a great question to ask, what's the difference uh, between the two? Lead-acid batteries are a heavier battery. Two actual batteries that you put in your piece of equipment. It's heavier. It's um, two batteries. Uh, it doesn't quite last as long as lithium-ion batteries, but they're less expensive. On the other hand, lithium-ion batteries are probably uh, maybe a quarter of the weight. Um, they're just one battery versus two Um the downside is because it's lighter weight and it's uh, only one battery and they last longer, they cost probably three times as much. So it depends on what you want to go with. Can you can you travel with those, those lead acid batteries that are heavier? Yes. So that you can. So they'll put, let's say if you're going to go on an airplane, and uh, you're taking your scooter with you or your power wheelchair with you, they would put the whole piece of equipment in the belly of the plane. On a lithium-ion battery, they will not let you do that. You can bring your scooter or power wheelchair, 
but you would have to take the battery with you on your person into the cabin of the plane. And that's just a safety thing that they prefer to do. They don't like to have those batteries where they can't see them. So they make those uh, passengers carry them with them. The good thing is those batteries weigh less than four pounds. So they're easy to carry. You can just put them in a little bag and bring it with you as a, like a carry-on, if you will. Um, yeah, I was going to say that doesn't sound like too much of a hardship. No, not not so much at all. Either way, um, it's great to be able to take that piece of equipment with you wherever you go. Um, there's definitely opportunities to rent in new cities that you go to, but people have their particular piece of equipment they like, and they want to have what they're accustomed with and able to uh, – know how it works for their liking. So it's, if they can travel with something they like, they like to go with it. Okay. When it comes to a longer lifespan, Tim Humphreys, um, w- which one is going to last longer? So the lithium-ion batteries tend to last about seven, sometimes eight years, whereas lead-acid batteries last about three years. So those lithium-ion batteries are double the lifespan of the lead-acid batteries. Okay, do I charge them the same way? Are they are they charged the same way or, or differently? They're they're similar as far as they charge. So let's let acid batteries we spoke about last time. You want to charge them for about eight hours every time you use that piece of equipment. So when you go to bed, you plug in your your uh, scooter or power wheelchair and charge it overnight for eight hours. Lithium ion batteries you don't have to charge as long. You want to charge it for about six hours, whereas lead-acid batteries, you're charging for about eight to ten hours. Okay, this is a tricky question. Can you substitute substitute a lead-acid battery charger for a lithium-ion battery? Unfortunately, you cannot. So they're specifically made for those particular types of batteries. So lithium-ion batteries have a specific charger. Lead-acid batteries have a specific charger for them. So you cannot inter-switch them. If you are looking for a mobility solution to your mobility issue, then there is only one place to go. That is Mobility City, proud sponsor of Boomers and Beyond, Tim Humphrey, the CEO there at 12,009 Manchester Road, just east of West County Center in De Pere. He'll probably be there to greet you Monday morning, right? Yes, I will. All right. Thanks, Tim. Have a great Sunday. Thank you, Wendy. Take care. You too. We've had a fast show today. As usual, Sheriff Barton, it's, 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 I, I can't keep up with it. I know, but have you, I mean, have you looked at any of our ratings information? Do you have any idea? I know that you have well, to check with the home office. I have to, but... check, I have to check with the home office. Uh, I, I think that there are some big things on the horizon, and, and, and I, don't, I don't want to get into comparisons with any of the award shows coming up, especially one in March. But let me just say that that things people are saying to me because of what we've done so far that I, I don't I don't even, I don't know what this term means. People are going to eat our dust. What does that mean, Miss? Eat our dust. Yes, that is not complimentary. I'll have to explain that to you off the air. I thought that meant that we were way out front. I thought you said that they are going to eat our dust. We are or going no, to eat their or dust. We are going to eat their dust. No, no we we're need not. To, no, they're going no, to eat our dust. They're going to eat our dust. Yeah, the dust eating, the dust eater, and the yes, dust, yeah, e. the dust ET. Right? 
E.T. Yeah. yeah. Another reference. I think we've just proved <laughs> once more why this show is called Boomers and Beyond. If confusion is your middle name, you're among friends. Tell all of your friends to join us on KTRS Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Be there. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All and right. We will see you then. Yes. Say goodnight, Wendy. Good night, Wendy. <laughs> see you next week. Not if I see you first. This has been Boomers and Beyond with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne with Mobility City. Your one-hour weekly informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. Nice looking, ain't you? At my age, that's about all I can do is look. <laughs> Gather around your radio next Sunday at 4 for more Boomers and Beyond. Far out, man. On the Big 550 KTRS. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.